This might be the last week that Achenu Bnei England will be able to join us much as Shabbos. We try to delay it as much as possible for them, but next week it's already, as far as I understand, it's like 15 minutes every week. We're not going to be able to delay it that much. Yeah, Torah is important. Sponsored by Moshe Weiss, Reb Harava Goyer Moshe Weiss. Love this guy. Big Talmud Chacham. Lili Nishmas, Shlomi Yehuda, Ben Moshe Shmuel, Olavas Shalom. Sponsored by two New Yorkers that are not on right now. Anonymously by Kalman of the Five Towns in honor of my wife, Orlin, my Bashert, and Ezek Kenegdoi on our ninth wedding anniversary. Is this supposed to be tonight? I hope. By Eli Dykman, Lili Nishmas, Hendel Miriam Basri, Mordechai David, my wife's grandmother who passed away yesterday, not from COVID. Um, by Chaim Farkish. This is Dove's brother. Remember Dove, the Chazan from Melbourne. Dear Abeli, I'm writing to you from Tel Aviv, Irak Kodesh. We'll be happy to know there are also Tayyari Yidin who are enjoying your Daf Yoimishir. I was introduced to your Shir by my brother Dove in Melbourne, Australia, and thoroughly enjoy it. I wish to especially thank you for your word on the Chol Asher Liri Echo, which was credited as per attached. L'chaim, l'chaim. You already popped it open? <laughs> it's for Shabbos, my friend. I gave Gary a bottle. It was a mistake. Doylem's going to be drinking now. Wow. Baruch atoad, inoy elenem al-chaylom, sha'akoy niye b'dvaroi. L'chaim, l'chaim, l'chaim. That's right, that's right, it's other. So, Reb Chaim Fargish sent me the link to the YouTube. I don't know how to even say it. Maybe if you search on his name, Chaim Fargish so he said over the Vart and he said it better than I said it over. It was beautiful the way he said it over. This is from David Levy. Rebelli, big fan of Yashir. I've been on board since early brachas, mostly on the app. I just went over a guy. I said, you know, okay, you guys started from brachas, so you're 400 off in the shas. I went over a guy. I said, you know, since you didn't join us when I asked you to join, you just missed 1,095 daf, because that was the three-year anniversary. 1,000, if you would have joined, 1,000 daf. You could join today. So I don't have to come to you in three years from now and tell you that you missed another 1,000 daf. Big fan of your share. I've been on board since early brachas, mostly on the app. Would love to do Zoom, but it's too late, early. We live in Wood Woodmere. Davin Nets at Aguda in Farakway. I used to dive in there as a kid in Aguda, across here from the White Shoal. The six-minute drive is perfect to listen to your pre-share announcements as long as the shear is uploaded. Then I learned the shear before the Netz menu begins. Perfect way to begin the day. Baruch Hashem, we just married off our twin daughters who are living in Yerushalayim. Our son and Hashem plans on going to Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael soon. And they want to join them in Eretz Yisrael. Can you recommend somebody to speak to besides Nefesh Benefesh? They can understand the pros, cons of Aliyah versus just going and living on a student visa. I'm laughing because I didn't speak to Nefesh Benefesh, I didn't do anything. It was a two-week process from the time that we even thought about coming to Israel to the time we moved was exactly 14 days. Grabbed the suitcases and ran. If you start speaking to Nefesh Benefesh, it'll take you years. Shkarif all you do, call Tuv David. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know anybody. Anybody know who to speak to? We'll have to, who? Donnie Fine. Oh, Donnie Fine does real estate, he's a Zionist. Well, he's not such a Zionist, but okay, yeah. Donny Fine. But it's a good idea to start with Donny Fine. He does real estate. There's a lot of guys in the show that do real estate. Hill Abrams, who else does real estate? A bunch of guys. 
All right, Raboisa, here we go. Today is Daf Pei Dalid. Uh, a shayla, stam, a shayla to think about before we get to it in the Gemara. Is there a problem chewing on bones? Any sort of iser? Could you think of any iser whatsoever? People eat bones all the time, no? From the chalm, from the this, from the chicken. Is there an iser? We're going to see that according to Rabbi Shmuel Rizovsky, perhaps it's an iser. Huh? We're going to see. We're going to see soon. Huh? Not lumdus, no, not at all. Very, very simple. Shmuel Rizovsky, the Roshiva of Panovich, but uh, he's very. So we're holding the Pegim Lomit Beis, like 12 lines from the bottom, 10 lines from the bottom. Chol Tezain. So what happened was, we had in the Mishnah that if you have Noisar, bones, Gidin, when do you burn it? You burn it right after Yontif, because you can't burn on Yontif. So you burn it on the following day, on Shisha Asr. Now, if Shisha Asr falls out on Shabbos, it doesn't push off Shabbos. So what do you do the following day? Ask the Gemara, why can't it push off Shabbos? The mitzvah, to burn it, should push off the loisase of Yantif, of... Why can't it just push off Yantif? Why, can you, why can't you burn Noisar on Yantif? Omar Chizkiah. Right? All through Shas. The mitzvah of burning it should overcome the Isser of Stam fire on Yantif that's not Lutzarich Oichel Nefesh. In case you don't want to look in the Gemara, you can look over here. It's much more colorful. So it says Ad Boiker, and then it says Ad Boiker a second time, the same Pasuk. Now, if you just look at the Pasuk, we're going to use this for later as well. There's an to leave the meat over into the morning. And then what do you do with the noisar? You burn it. Says the Gemara. But the ad boiker is extra. It could have just said, if you left it, ad boiker, ad boiker, ad boiker, ad boiker, ad boiker, why twice? Litin lay boiker, shaining this rifasai to tell you. That here's an exception to the rule. Typically, you have the Torah is telling you, no, there's no here. You're not going to push off Yantif to burn it. You are going to wait that Yantif doesn't get pushed off to burn it. We had this in the Mesecht already, that the Torah tells us that there's only one exception to the rule. What, what do you burn on a Shabbos? An oil of Shabbos. The musaf that comes every Shabbos gets burnt on Shabbos. And that's it. But not a weekday oil, and certainly not a puzzle carbon. That's what we're talking about. Something that's puzzle. We're talking about noisar. If you can't even put an oil that you brought on Friday onto the Mizbeach on Shabbos, it doesn't get pushed. It's an oil. Kachi kachim. Which, by the way, somebody was telling me that I said yesterday that a chatos is shechted in kachi kadashim. I went back, I didn't see it. I, didn't, I remember pointing, pnim, pnim is the heichal. I might have said, if somebody heard that, I might have said kachi kachim, that a chatos is kachi kachim versus kachi kalim. I don't know, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Somebody said, I made a blooper. Went back, minute 20 to 22. It's I don't say. Okay. I make bloopers all the time, but that happens. I don't like to be accused for bloopers. And also, I said, if I, ha- if I make a blooper, go to my wife. You can't come directly to me. It's not, it's not, right? We said. Okay. 
Biyamtev. Okay, so you don't bring the oila from the weekday and burn it on Yantev. That doesn't push off. Rav Amar Amakro, who levadoi yeyose lochem. So we have the pasuk, the famous pasuk. We dealt with this pasuk a number of times. This is the pasuk that tells us that you're allowed to cook on Yantev. Oichel nefesh, yeyochel nefesh. Who levadoi yeyose lochem? That's it. Says Ravo, who levado yosalchem, who veloy machshirov. You're allowed to push off Shabbos for important things, let's say for yontif, for food. But to make the pot, you can't. An yontif. Who veloy machshirov, levado veloy milo shaloy bismano habo mekal vechoimer. So when you have to do a bris milo on Shabbos, you can push off. Shabbos for Rizmila, if the baby is born eight days earlier. But if the baby is born nine days earlier, Rashi gives examples, interesting examples, if a ger, or you were forced to, whatever the reason is, you didn't do the Rizmila, so you don't push off Shabbos. Now, why would I think that you push off Shabbos? So there's a Kavachoymer. It goes like this, very simple. If you want to start this way, you can start from the end. Mila pushes off Tsaras. That means if there's a Tsaras, on the brismila, you cut off the tzaras. You're not allowed to cut off tzaras. A brismila pushes off tzaras. Tzaras pushes off avoida. In other words, if there's no koyanim in the world, and the one koyan available has tzaras, so it pushes off avoida. In other words, you don't do the avoida. The tzaras is stronger than avoida. But avoida pushes off Shabbos. We know you do the, perform the avoida in the base of Mikdash on Shabbos. So Mila, which is stronger than Saras, which Saras is stronger than Avaida, and Avaida is stronger than Shabbos, Mila should certainly push off Shabbos when it's Shalei Bismana. Bismana, of course, it pushes off. But I'm saying there should be a Kavachaymer that even on the ninth, tenth day, Mila should push off Shabbos. Kamashmal on this Pasuk, Hulevadoi, it doesn't push off. So Mila, any mitzvah that's not Bismana, Milo Shlebizmano? Or the Shreifa Shlebizmano? Then you don't, you don't, it doesn't push off Yantiv. Ravashi Omar, Shabbosin, there's a word Shabbosin that tells us you have to keep Shabbos, you have to keep Yantiv. Shabbosin the Yantiv Asehu. So it adds another Asay. What was your old question? You have an Asay versus a Lois Asay. Guess what? It's actually an Asay in a Lois Asay against an Lois Asay. Shabbosin the Yantiv Asehu. The mitzvah to burn the noisar is not going to be stronger than the mitzvah and the and the loisaseh of not doing a sreifa on yontiv. Says the Mishnah. So what, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a current Pesach. What is considered part of the the animal, part of the sheep, the goat, that we can consider it as a piece, as a kezayis, that you could go ahead and be part of the carbon. Right? To be a manui. I have 10 pieces of meat available, 10 kezayisim. I have 10 people. 11, the guy comes along, he wants to be part of my carbon. Can I give him a bunch of sinews? Can I give him stuff? Whatever it is, says the Mishnah, here's the rule. If it's edible in a big axe, 
So all that stuff that's edible in an ox, there's, there's a bunch of sinews, a bunch of different stuff that you could eat. Then you could eat it. It could be part of the goat. And goats in the time of the Gemara had wings. Veroshik and Ophayim are, we're going to see, the cartilage of the, the, the shoulder blades. Vazchusim, also some sort of cartilage. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Rami, Tanan, Kola Necha Beshara Gadol Yocha Begdi Arach. Whatever this, so this is a bright, so we said in the Mishnah, sorry. Kola Necha Beshara Gadol Yocha Begdi Arach. Vishayinoy Nechal Loi. It seems like if it's not edible in the Shara Gadol, in a big axe, it's not part of the carbon. Even say if Roshik Nofayim Vaz Chusim, Vahani Loi Misach Lib Shara Gadol. You, they're not edible. These things are not edible. The cartilage of the, of the ox is not edible. The, the shoulder blade, not edible. So, one pshat is, El tanoi, vachik tanoi, this is actually machlik tanoi. Kol anecha b'shara gado yocha b'gdi arach, v'she'enu nechal loy. So, shita number one is, that has to be one for one. If you could eat it on the ox, you could eat it on the goat, it could be part of the carbon. If not, not. And, v'yashoyimrim afroshik nafayim v'aschusim, and then comes shita number two and says, not true. Roshik and Ophayim Vaschusim are different. Rav Amar Mahin Katani. No, it's an explanation, says Rav. There's no Machlaikis. Vachik Katani. Kalanechab Shahagodob Shilko. If I could boil it up and soften it up and make it edible, Yachabakdi Arach Bitsali. So now I can just take it, roast the Gdi, and it's considered edible. Umayhen. And what are we talking about? Roshik and Ophayim Vaschusim. Okay. So according to Rav, no machlekes. The first sheet that is machlekes. Tanya Kavos said the Rav, and we have a mafurish of brayzer like Rav. Kol anecha b'shara gadol b'shilko yachav g'derach b'tzali. If it's edible through cooking, it's a big chiddush. Take a take a, a, a an axe. You could sous vide for three days if you're able to get it to like a really soft. Edible thing, then even if you don't do that suvi on, um, on a goat, it's still kosher. Somebody said, what's a suvi? You know what a suvi is, right? It's a cooking technique, isn't it? It's a cooking, it's like, uh, it's, it's this heating device that keeps the temperature of the water the same exact temperature. So you could, it, he knows what it is. The chef knows what it is. Eitan, you use it? No. We used it on, uh, we had a seum, that was like two years ago by Noam, and we bought these steaks from Spain. They're not as good as American steaks, but we sous vide it. It was butter, butter. You understand? It's butter. I haven't used it since, but we, we, have, a, we have the sous vide at home. Anybody wants to borrow it, you can try it out. Well, mine, huh? No, but you could, I'm inviting you to borrow my sous vide. And the really soft sinews are just like meat. So we have over here, let's see if we have it. First of all, we have pictures. We have a lot of pictures today. Schuses, you want to see cartilage? Here. We all recognize this from a chicken. This white thing is schuses. Now, um, Rashi says on the Mishnah that it also applies to, to the ribs, that the schuses on the ribs. So there's, a, there's an arrow right over here. You can see this is all from Kala Alashon. This white part over here. Here are the ribs, they go this way, and this white 
that's what's the opposite of perpendicular? Uh, parallel? Pa no, parallel. Maybe it is perpendicular. This is perpendicular. Okay, fine. Perpendicular. Perpendicular to the ribs. This white stuff. Okay. Then what do we have? We have. Do we get the tnuchaizen yet? Rashi says, I think tnuchaizen. Uh, yeah, Rashi says tnuchaizen. So here's tnuchaizen. The cartilage in the in the ear of the goat. There's a goat right over here. Vasnach. Oh, now we have, we're talking about Gidin Arachin. The soft, soft sinews, here's a nice soft sinew. This is, this is part of the current Pesach. So, in, what is it, in a month and a half from now? A month and a half from now, we're going to need this. Mamish, a month and a half. No. Purim is in 15 days, and a month after Purim. So it's one and a half, 45 days. This stuff, if, I hope you don't get stuck with it, but if you're in a group and they're, they're really short on meat, this works. Itmar, says Rashi, we're talking about the neck, the neck sinews, here they are, they, these are already pulled from the neck, here's the neck, they run along the neck this way, and you yank them out, but if the animal was older, it would be tough meat. Right now, today, he's a very young goat, he was just born eight days ago, he's barely roy to use as a carbon pesach, now it's soft. What's the halacha if you have something that's soft today but going to harden up? If he was alive, if he was lucky enough to live that long, it would harden up. What do you do? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan Omar, Nimnim Aleim Bapesach. Rishlokish Omar, Ein Nimnim Aleim Bapesach. Rabbi says, it's no problem. They're edible today. Let's go with it. Rishlokish says, no. Rabbi Yochanan says, you go by today. Today it's soft, it is soft. We're going to see at the end of the sugi, Rabbi Yochanan takes it back. He retracts this, 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 this machlag. There's no machlagas really. At the end of the day, Rishlakish wins. Rishlakish Omar, I go what's going to happen at the end of the day. He asks him a question. The only thing that's edible in a, in a goat is what you have to take its counterpart in an ox and say, okay, is it edible in an ox? The, the sinews that are going to harden, not. No, not true. Everything's included. But why, so why does the Mishnah grab the, the shoulder blades and other things and not these, these sinews? Hani, my taimo, what's the point? What's the svara what's the behind it? Because I could boil it and soften it up. So the bottom line is, you have to, you have to look at the halacha. What does it tell me? It's not, oh, only these sinews. These sinews that I could put in a pot, boil it for a while, and soften them up. So anything that you could put in a pot and boil it up is kosher. It's part of the current Pesach. Says, I needed to ask Rabbi Avo a question for me. Is it true? The Rabbi Yochanan said that eventually they're going to become hard. Today they are okay. Rabbi Yochanan says they're okay. So it seems like Rabbi Yochanan is going based on what we have right now. Ask the Gemara of a boy, Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan once asked Rabbi Yochanan, 
What about the, the hide of a young calf? Right now, can, do we consider it food? So that becomes tamay to masoichlin. Right? Food can become tamay. Non-food object doesn't become tamay. What is the soft skin on the head of a calf? Is it food or not food? Today it's edible, yeah. But wait three months and it becomes hard like a rock. So what do you do? Is it mekabal tumah or not mekabal tumah? Imagine now, v'omalei imetamas, Rabbi Yechonin said, no, it's not metamah. You see, Rabbi Yechonin says that it, you go by what happens eventually. Eventually it's going to harden up. So today it's also considered hard, it's not food. Whoever asks you this question doesn't care about his flour, about what he grinds. In other words, he stam talks, he moves his mouth, he's grinding stam, he's asking questions that are not tzimzach, they say in Yiddish. Nish tzimzach. Why? Rabbi Yechanan retracted his shita. What's going on here? Rabbi Yochanan pulls out a Mishnah in Chulin and he says, it says in the Mishnah that we treat the skin as an edible product. And it's a Stam Mishnah, it's anonymous. Anonymous Mishnah means that Allah is like that Mishnah. So, says Rabbi Yochanan, great. But at the end of the day, Rabbi Yochanan takes it back. Reuchanan realized that the Mishnah is a, is a Das Yachid. That's what he tells Rabbi Shlokish. Rabbi Shlokish got him. So he says, okay, that Mishnah is a Das Yachid. If it's a Das Yachid, if it's a one-person Shita, so we don't pass him like that one against everybody else. So he already took it back. So in other words, Rabbi Yechonon holds, he says, don't, don't chep at me. What, why are you bothering me? I already said that I take it back. I regret it. I retract. And therefore, I hold that it goes by what eventually is going to happen to the skin. Eventually, the skin is going to become tough, so today it's not food. So, so it's not food according to Rabbi Yechonon. Don't ask me kashas here. So, there's only one cheetah. It goes according to Rabbi Shlokish. You're asking me a question. This, this sinew that's in a baby goat that's really soft today, but had he lived another few months, it would become tough. Can it be part of the carbon Pesach? The answer is no, it can't be part of the carbon Pesach. Here, you have these. These sinews that run across the neck, that are soft in a baby goat, but very tough in an older goat, do not use this. Rabbi, I'm warning you, in a month and a half, do not use this in your current Pesach. It is no good, because eventually it's going to become tough. What is very interesting, they see from this Gemara, halacha to an esrig. How? An esrig. What if I buy an esrig that's this year, but during Sukkot, inevitably it's going to become smaller. That's what happens to an esrig. They shrink slowly. It's going to become slightly less than the shear. Is that okay or not? They want to prove from here that it goes by the scythe. At the end of the day, it's going to be really small. So today I have to consider it small and I can't use it as Ezra. There's actually a halacha. The Ramah says that if your schach becomes dry over Yantif, you, you buy schach that's really nice. You know how like, they start becoming brown, they start falling into your soup and stuff? The Ramah says that's possible on the first day. Some say, don't bring a rayer from schach, da-da-da. So bottom line is, the Torah Lishmah says, you cannot use such an esrig. But the Chazanish says a very interesting chap. He says, the whole point of a shear in the esrig is not because there's a real shear. It's just to tell us that this esrig is mature. So how do I know it's mature? It has a certain shear. So I saw that it's mature. 
So now that it's shrunk to a lesser shear, it doesn't take away from its maturity. And Mamela, I could use it, says the Chazanish. All right. Yeah. What's the Navkamina one? He's saying during the mitzvah. During the mitzvah, it's going to go. I know, but today, today, today is one day. Day one, I have a perfect desert. Machpatli, who cares that in three days from now, during Yontif, I'm asking to you, during Yontif, but who cares? But right now, I was in the mitzvah. The, the rest of the day, it's, by the way, the Rabbana, whatever it is, who cares? I do care. Because right now, I have to be mischashev, according to these, this sheet, if I want to, but you see how they schlep, what? Today, it's perfect. Today is perfect, but tomorrow is not going to be good. Do I have to worry about tomorrow? You see how they chat these, these halachas from different sugyas, whatever. Okay. Very good. Zok the Mishnah. If the carbon Pesach was tar. So, he broke an etzim. That we had the Pasuk. Is it to break a bone in a carbon Pesach? So he gets Malchus. It says don't. You do it, Malchus. Like any other lav. Aval hamoyser batar. If you leave over meat from a perfectly good carbon Pesach, even though the Torah says don't leave over, like we saw already. Did I put it back already? Not good. Okay. If you break a bone from a Tomei carbon, you don't get our bone. That we have. We brought down this, this Mishnah the other day. What is the svara behind? If we, if we could go into Kilo, the, the reasoning in the Torah. So the Chinuch says that you're sitting there at the Pesach, at the Suda, at the Seder. You shouldn't act like a peasant. How does a king act? A king doesn't sit there and break bones and start chewing bones. It's not, it's not proper for Ben Melech. You're a Ben Melech, act like a Ben Melech. Mimela says, Rabbi that would apply to every Shabbos then also. You shouldn't sit there at the Shabbos table going like this. You're a Ben Melech. You're a Yeshiva guy. You're, 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 you're a Tamat Chacham. You do the Daf. Act like a Ben Melech. Just like the Ramam says that a Ben Melech talks a certain way. He doesn't scream. He walks a certain way. This, so he doesn't chew a bone. It's not that it's usser. It's not like, oh, you chayv Malkus. But act like a man. Act like a, act like a from Yid. From Yid doesn't, doesn't chew. It's an interesting thing to think about. If you're looking at the, at the reasoning, if you're doing Tamiya Mitzvah, the Chinuch goes into the thing. So based on that, he says, we should also be careful. All right. Zokti Gemara. Bishlam I understand if somebody takes good, a good carbon. Oh, by the way, I have to go back. It's just a second because the Rabbeinu Hananel says here, there's an interesting lush, and I want to point down the Rabbeinu Hananel, it's, uh, it's Matzah Shabbos. We, gotta, we have an extra second there. When he says, you're asking me a question on Rabbi Yechon Shlakish, you don't care about the flower. So I, I see this Lashon here. He says, if you look in Rabbi Yechonah on the side, on, everybody has it in the, on the daf. On the Rebbe the Rama Holy Chosh Kimche, he says, This guy's food, everything, all the pizza he eats, all the, all the uh, steaks he's eating, is worthless. Interesting lashon. In other words, if you are a person that's Ayyad Hashem, you learn Torah, so then it may, whatever you eat goes into a body of person. person. But you, 
you, you say such I'm not talking to him, but the Rebbe Khan says, person that doesn't learn karai, then, then the food that he eats, the resources on, in this world are not meant for him. They're wasted. Wasted resources. That's what he says. Interesting lashon. Okay, anyway. Bishloima, top of the Gemara. Bishloima, Moiser Batar, Desanya, Loisa, Sirmanat, Boiker, Vanois, Sirmanat, Boiker, Vigoimer. Boa, Kos of Litin, Assei, Acher, Loisa, Assei, Loimar, Shein, Loika, Divri, Rabbi Huda. What's going on here? Look, it says in the Apostle, very simple. What's loy? A loy sasa. A second later it says, This is giving you a positive commandment. This is don't do it. Don't leave over. Then all of a sudden it says, What do you do with it? You burn it. Says Rabbi Yehuda, this is called the Lavanitik Lase. I have a loy sasa, and then I have a solution. The Torah tells me what to do. Just like stealing. You steal? Do you get Malchus for stealing? No. There's a solution. Give it back. Torah tells you. Anytime the Torah tells you what you should do, then there's no Malchus. Why? So Rashi gives two reasons. Either the Torah is telling you specifically what to do, and it's telling you, Memele, you don't get the Malchus. Fine. Or Rashi says it's not similar to where we learn all of Malchus from, the love of Chasima, the love of muzzling the, the animal. Okay, fine. I'll go upon him. Basically, so right, the Pshadar Rashi, the, the Torah is telling you, don't give this guy Malchus, give him a way out. Tell him what to do. This is the way out. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yaakov Oymer, that's not the reason. You don't give a person Malchus when he didn't commit a crime. What did he do? He didn't eat the steak, but he didn't do something to the steak. He just refrained from eating it. Refraining from eating is not a cause to give a guy Malchus. Obviously, Rebu the holds. It is a reason. When a person Rebu the holds, Lav Shaimboy Maisa, you do get Malchus. So he has to come on to another reason why you don't get Malchus. All right. Lav Shaimboy Maisa, Vain Loikin Alav. Eloshoiver Batomim in Alon. How do I know that if I break a bone, from a Tomei Korban Pesach, I don't get Malkus. Tomakrov, the Etzem Lissishburu, boy. So we must remember this. Very important. We're doing something that's a record in Shas, perhaps. I don't know. Again, I might be making a record in Shas. The Etzem Lissishburu, boy. The what? The boy tells me this Isser is when it's kosher. When the animal's puzzle, I'm not over this. The animal's tummy, not over this. The kosh of the puzzle. Rabbi Oimer, the baisech of the yochel, the etzim leishis berubai. It's the same puzzle, but before it says, the baisech of the yochel. It's telling me, eat it. Kol roi laachilo yishboi mishum shviras etzim, mishum roi laachilo einboi mishum shviras etzim. So, Rebbe says something very similar, but a little different. He says, it's not that it, it's kosher and puzzle, it's royal achila and not royal achila. If I could eat it, then I'm over on the Avera of Lysish you're not allowed to break the bone. If I can't eat it, not. Ask the Gemara, my binayo. So what is the difference between the two? So typically, when a Gemara asks such a question, what is the difference? The Gemara gives an, uh, something that there's a difference. 
Sometimes the Gemara gives two differences. You know what the Gemara is going to do today? Eight differences. It's very rare. Eight. And each one is because the Manda Omer doesn't hold of the one before. Very simple Gemara, but it's eight. Should I show you real quickly what it looks like? I don't know if this will help. It's not going to help. Oh, I can't even see. Gary, are you still there? Yeah. Do me a favor, zoom in for a second. Because it's green and blue, and it's, I don't know if you I don't can see. The question is, what is etzem leisijbru? Where does it apply? Where's the iser? We have one mandom that says kosher, that the animal has to be kosher in order to be over and The other mandom says, Rebbe says, Rowi. What we're going to see is that Rebbe is always, always makal, besides one, according to one. So seven out of the eight, Rebbe is the one that says, there's no iser. So real quickly, just to run them down, like stop, so you know where, what we're heading to, because it looks like an Agadah the Daf. It's one of these Daf, it looks, but it's, it's these eight reasons. Rabbi Yemin says the Nafkimina is if the, the carbon Pesach became Tomei. Rabbi Yosef says the Nafkimina is if they had a Shasa kosher or not, if there was a minute that it became, that was kosher. We went through a lot of these Svaras before. Abaye says the Nafkimina is in a case on Erev Yantav, on the 14th. But now, the, the easy thing is that Rebbe is always saying that there's no problem of Etzim Lissi No problem. So Erev Yantif, you break it, you're not over according to Rebbe. Rebbe says, if part of the limb goes out of Yerushalayim, what's Rebbe going to say? Not a problem. Rav Shai just says, no, it's not cooked well. So according to Rebbe, if the animal is not cooked well, you're not over on breaking the bone. Renachim Bar Yitzchak says, we're talking about the tail of the sheep. According to Rabbi, you're not over and breaking the tail. If you break a tail, you're not over. Ravashi says, there's not a kazayis on it. And according to Rabbi, if it doesn't have a kazayis, you're not over. And Ravina says, there's not a kazayis right there where you're breaking it, but there's a kazayis on the next part, uh, lower down on the bone. Let's see inside. We need a shtickle drink for this. Says the Gemara. My benayu. Two lines from the bottom of Pedal Ramadalf. Where the carbon Pesach, Klal Yisrael was Tomei. Again, Klal Yisrael, the roiv of Klal Yisrael was Tomei. What happens when Klal Yisrael is Tomei? You bring the carbon Pesach anyways. Now we're turning to Daf Pedal Hi, Apostle. Wow. I mean, we went through the sugyas of Tumatchuya. The Gemara is telling us that if you hold the Klai Yisrael's Tameh and you bring the carbon anyways, at the end of the day, this is a puzzle carbon. Okay? It's Tumatchuya. I pushed it off. I tell you to bring it anyways, but you should know the carbon is puzzle. Do you eat it? Yes, you eat it. So if you eat it, what's Rebbe going to hold? It's all about eating, Rebbe says. It has to be right to eat. The Tanakhama says it has to be kosher or puzzle. So you have an animal that's puzzle. If it's puzzle, there's no iser to break a bone. And Rebbe says, but it's edible. It's puzzle, but it's edible. So there is an iser to break a bone. This is the one case out of the eight that Rebbe is more machmer. And the Gemara says, therefore, I don't like it. Because Rebbe is the makel over here. That can't be pshat. We just turned to Peydal Ramad Bey, sponsored by keshernamshi.org. Schos, for the struggling kids in pain of Klai Yisrael, and for the foolish name of Ochel Yisrael. 
especially from our MDY family, please consider joining MDY Tehillim group at tehillim.8mindav.com. Says Gemara, according to Rebbe, it's edible. Interesting, right? It's tumat chuya. Did you guys think about that? The tumat chuya, the animal's puzzle. You think, HaKosh Baruch said, bring the carbon, so it's a kosher carbon. No, it's puzzle carbon, bring it anyways and eat it anyway. And that's not true. Everybody, even Rebbe, is going to agree that there's no is to break a bone. Why? Because it's puzzle. The Rebbe, like Kulikasi, Rebbe, Rebbe Shita is more makal than the Tanakama. He's going to say, if the Tanakama says it's breaking a bone, he's going to say, you're not even breaking a bone. By Apostle. And this guy is Apostle. So, we're in the second Pshat. Rabbi Yosef says, the Shail is like this You did all the Avaidas, you did the Shechita, Kabbalah, Hilacha, Zrika. Everything is great. So, there was a moment in time that you were able to eat this current Pesach. Had you take a, taken a bite out of it right after Zrika, you're Yaitza. Vinifsa. And then the carbon Pesach became Tome afterwards. That's the Omar kosher. According to the Tanakhama, this is a kosher carbon. If it's kosher, kosher equals uh, Isser to break a bone in it. But according to Rebbe, there's no way to break the bone because right now you can't eat it. It's all about eating, not about being kosher. So each one is going to say, well, the guy before me is wrong. That's why there's eight. It's not true. Everybody has to agree that this is not edible. And it's not edible, so it's kosher. At the end, right now, this, this carbon is possible. If this carbon is possible right now, Tanakam has to agree, no way to break the bone. Could you break the bone, says Abaya, on the 14th? This carbon Pesach, I shechted it 2.30 in the afternoon, every Pesach. Is it a kosher carbon Pesach? Yes. Could I eat it? No. You have to wait until the Seder night. So if I break the bone, every Pesach, according to Rebbe, I'm, I'm not over anything. Mesvei, Rebbe Yoimer, here it's Rebbe himself. Nimnin al-moyach If you want to participate in the current Pesach, you can use the brain of the animal. Nimnin al-moyach shebaroish. Ve'inimnin al-moyach shebaroish. Rashi says, why could you use the brain? This is not bone marrow. Over here it's a play on words. It's, it's the same word. Moyach means marrow, but it means brain. We're talking about the brain of the animal, not the marrow of the animal. Because I could get to the brain of the animal without breaking any bones. I'll take a syringe, whatever, I'll, go, I'll schlep it out somehow with a stick. I'll go through his nose, says Rashi, without breaking anything, I'll, re, I'll extract the brain. So, However, the thigh bone, there's a lot of meat in there, so I could get a bunch of people to join my group. But the only way to get to it, unfortunately, is breaking it. You're not allowed to break it. The Gemara says, Mufurish, I could, Rashi just describes how, through the nose. I could take the brain out without breaking it. But if you're telling me 
that breaking the bone erev Pesach is okay. So, you shechted the carbon Pesach. It's Erev Pesach now. I have zero iser to break a bone. So what's the problem? Break the thigh bone. Rich, extract the marrow from it. And now I have more people that can join my carbon Pesach. According to you also, you should take a coal, put it on top of the bone. So what the Gemara is saying here is, you're not allowed to break a bone. You're not allowed to make a break. You're allowed to make a hole. So I take a little coal, put it on top of the bone. I'll create a hole in the bone, and I'll extract the marrow. And then I could have more people in my group. It's fine. If you, sorry about Somers, you're allowed to make a hole in a bone. Amachadabudim is another halacha, you're allowed to cut sinews. There's no, cutting sinews is not cutting a bone. The, the isra is cutting bones, breaking bones, but you're allowed to cut sinews. So how come, how come, how come not? The problem is, if you're going to start making holes with coals, you know what might happen? It'll break the bone. You're not going to make a perfect hole. It'll make a crack in the bone. That's awesome. Because at the end of the day, your coal might burn some of the bone marrow. And that's awesome. To let it, to let it, don't do anything to it, that it becomes nice and then have to burn it. That's one thing. But to go ahead and put a coal on it and burn the bone marrow, that's That's doing it with your hand. And that's awesome. The fire was going to eat up. It's going to eat up the marrow. The same svar applies. You ask me. If you are right that you could break a bone, why don't you break a bone out of I'm concerned that if you do it before Yantif, you might do it after Yantif. He argues with the Bible. At the end of the day, if you do what you're saying, you're breaking bones out of Yantif. Everybody agrees it's not true, you're over. My time, Today, right now on the 14th, you're right, you can't eat it. But if you wait a few hours, it becomes a carbon that you, you could eat. So let's also do it right now. Hello, so what's the Shiloh? The whole Machloikis is, where are we holding here? We're holding in the chart right over here. One, two, three, four. Only four, wow. Okay, we got to the purple one. If you're asking why the X is yellow and the checks are blue, that's because I try to do the X's in red. That's what I have. But it didn't work very well on this red guy. So I had to change it up. Now I try to change the kits. The blue didn't work on blue. Now it works. No, no, no. We start 10 minutes late so the, the guys from Manchester and London and all those guys can join us, Gary. We, this is the last... Well, maybe next week we'll go back so that you could... Uh, Gary is very busy Matzah Shabbos. Hello, the limb went out a little bit. Rabbi Isai, I just want to tell you real quickly uh, a story of Ashgacha Pratis. It's the slightest Ashgacha Pratis, but I saw it in Ashgacha Pratis. What happened was, I had, I wanted to bring, I went to the store, I told you the story. On Friday, I came and I said, Where's the bone? I was very disappointed I couldn't find the bone. I wanted to do show and tell with the bone. Here's a bone. 
Now, why was I disappointed? Because I spent time on it. I went to the butcher shop, and I did this, and I did this, and I made myself crazy to remember to bring the bone. So what happened was, sorry, I'll tell you a story of his Gokha Pratis. Ruven Shade, as I'm going to share, Ruven Shade, who edits the eight-minute video, he tells me, do me a favor, before you go to share, come to my house, give me the video that you recorded the night before, I want to edit it. Instead of coming to share, I want to edit it. So I stop in his, his, his house. He lives two floors below me. Stop there. And I, Josh, what, what's going on? You don't like the Misa? It's, it's during the Misa. He takes breaks during the Misa. <laughs> this is the first time since we started share three years ago, a guy actually snored out loud in share. This is a boring story. Anyway, listen to this Misa, Josh. Listen to this Murdika Misa. The tire part, you were wide awake. Wide awake. It's not even such a great Misa. I'm just saying it's in the, mi- in the minute part, you can see a Kajborgu's hand. So I go to his house, I give him the video. I come to share, I don't have my bone. What happened was, I left the bone by his front door. He said, I, I came outside, I found the bone in a bag. We're like, who would leave me a bloody bone in a bag? So... On the way back from Shear, I climb up the stairs, go to his house, I grab the bone. I go to my house. Now, this is very important because I took the bone. I didn't notice anything. Everything's good. But I go, put on my tefillin, come down the stairs. As I come down the stairs, what's going on here? There's blood everywhere. Ah, the bone was leaking. But I didn't realize that until I came back down. So there's a whole puddle of blood in front of, uh, of uh, Ruven's house. So what I want to tell you, and then, I, by the way, when I gave him the video, I said, Ruben, I don't think you should do the video now. You should come to Shear, do the video. Don't worry about it. Do it later. So he came to Shear. Misa happened like this. The first time ever that he asked me to stop by his house before Shear, and it didn't even do anything for him because at the end he came to Shear. And because I left the bone there, I didn't, my Gemara is still, I love my Gemara. I'm very, very mocked on my Gemara. I don't even have a single ear on the top of the board. Had I brought the bone here, I wouldn't have noticed, just like I didn't notice when I came all the way home. I would have taken the go there, and there's blood everywhere. So the Misa, he saved me. That's that's But today we do have a bone. I've got to show you. This is bone from Chont. And this, oh, it's coming apart already. It's not my Chont. Somebody gave me a bone from his Chont. If you look closely, I don't want to open it, but if you look closely, this is the part that we're talking about. This is the part that you can throw out, and this marrow part, that's what we're talking about. This is edible. He said it gets hard once it cools off. Okay, here it is. We're going to use it soon. All right. No, so we're holding. It came out a little bit. Here's the wall of Yerushalayim. A little bit out, a little bit in. Half the hand is outside of Yerushalayim. Half the hand is inside of Yerushalayim, according to Rashi. We're looking at the part that's inside Yerushalayim. The hand that's inside Yerushalayim is kosher meat. MMA, if it's kosher, what? I cannot break the bone. Because if I break the bone, it's going to break part that's kosher. But according to the Manda Omer, that says that it has to be edible. Rebbe, it's not edible, the part that's not out. So Taisa asked the obvious question, are you going to go by the part that's outside and call it not edible? If it's not edible, it's not kosher. You're going to go according to the part that's inside, so it's edible and it's kosher. Which one is it? Okay. Doesn't really answer. Rabbi Shmuel, 
עבר שיוצא מקצוצוי ושבורוי, אין בוי משום שבירס העצם. So, a limb that goes out of Yerushalayim, and you break it, so you're not over on breaking a bone. In other words, Rabbi Shmuel, B'noi Shabriachim, and Breka goes according to Rebbe, who Rebbe says that since it's not Roy Lachilo, there's no problem of breaking it. I don't like your pshat because everybody agrees that... Oh, I forgot to show you. <laughs> I spoke about the yellow and the blue, but I forgot to tell you what it does, if you're going to be using this chart. It's telling you that breaking the bone is not a problem, or is a problem. He, Rav Papa, for instance, Rav Shesha says, everybody agrees that what you just did here is okay. It's not breaking a bone. Check. Everybody agrees that what you did over here is a problem. That's why I put checks and, and, and X's. So they're saying the guy in front of them, the, 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 the Amoyer in front of them, is a problem. It's not a problem. Sometimes it's a problem, sometimes it's not, according to the check. Okay, I just threw that in. You see? So we're holding my Rav Sheshes. Rav Sheshes says, Aimboy means it's not a problem. You're not over, it's a check. You're not over breaking a bone. The high aver apostolu. This aver that came out is considered apostle. El shvir sehetzim bina ikebenayu. If it's not cooked, that's the nafkimino. The what? Madam akosher akosheru. Umadam rulachilo hashto einoi rulachilo. According to Rebbe, right now, since it is. Not cooked well, it's not edible, not edible, I break its bone, I'm not over. What are you talking about? My the Why? So what if it's not cooked? Throw it back into the grill and it'll be cooked. I'm going here in red, I'm going with the tail, he says. The tail. The animal is 100% kosher. A tail is not royal achila. Why can't I eat the tail? It goes in the mizbeach. Anything that goes in the mizbeach is considered not royal achila. salka. And if I break the tailbone, I'm not over, according to Rebbe. According to Tanakama, I'm over. Ravashi Omar, Kolkai Gavno, It's not a problem. Everybody agrees it goes in the mizbeach. That's not considered edible. The machloikis is on an aver that doesn't have a kazayas. I need royal achila. I need edible. It's not edible. I don't have a kezayis. It's not edible. Not edible. I could break the bone. I'm not over. Ravino Omar. And finally, finally, eight shotim later, Ravino Omar, Kolkai Gavno, Lesbe Mishum, Shvir Satsim. Everybody agrees that if there's no meat on the bone, you're not over. Dibin Shir Achila. Ela Evishin, Love Kezayis, Mimokim Zeh. By the way, marrow is considered meat. So it doesn't matter. Inside, outside, that we'll see. I don't know. Here's a, here's a picture. I stole it from a different place. But the bottom line is here. The meat is over here. The bone is over here. And I break it over here. Uh, am I over or not? That's the Shiloh. There is meat somewhere else. A lot of meat. Look, there's more than Kezayis. But it's somewhere else, not where I'm breaking it. 
If it's kosher, I'm I'm breaking the bone. But according to Rebbe, that it has to be something that I'm eating, edible. It has to have the meat right where I'm breaking it, and, I, and over here it's not. Says the Gemara, I have a brisa that says exactly like four out of the eight. Very, very posh at the Sanya. Rebbe Yoimer, this is Rebbe. Bringing that pasuk again. Of Etzem Lo Boy. Right? Etzem Lo Boy. It says, It says you have, it has to be edible. That's where it gets its whole shita from. Right, Lachila. Etzem Lo Boy. Ala kosher. He even uses the, the lotion of the Tanakama. You are chayev on kosher, not posel. What does it mean? So he goes into the scribe. Let's see if you could chop which of, four, which, of ones, which of the eight. Four out of the eight. Maybe even five out of the eight. Hoizel shasa kosher. V'nifsal b'shasachila. Who says shasa kosher? Right over here. Rav Yosef. So it's Mefurish in the Brisa, Rav Yosef. He didn't make it up. You see, these Amaroyim didn't make it up. They took it right out of the Brisa. It has to do with having a moment that you were able to eat it. So, Yeshboy Shir Achilo, who's that? You need a Shir. That's right over here, Kazayis. Now, it could be both. It could be Ravina. That it says kazayis over here, but not over there, or kazayis could be both of them. So now, really, we have three. That's a, that's a bonus. We have five, not four. Oh, who says roilim is beach? The tail, alio. It's right over here. Nachman Yitzchok talks about roilim is beach or not. And finally. Rebbe says that if you can put it on the Mizbeach, it's not right for you, it's right for the Mizbeach. There's no breaking of bone. Now, who says Shasachila? Shasachila is right over here. If you eat it, Erev Pesach, it's not a time of eating. You're not over. Itmar. Here, you have a little bit of meat on this side, but not on this side. So, what is this Shiloh? Basically, this is the same Shiloh that we had before between Ravina and Ravashi. Do you need the Kazayas to be in one place, not in one place? That's basically the mimicking. This, this, is, a, this, is, a, this is a Shiloh, this is the Machlais that we had already. It's considered, it doesn't matter, even though there's no, no meat where you're breaking, it's still considered breaking a bone. Now, what does it mean? It does, if it doesn't have meat, it does have meat. It can't mean that there's zero meat on it, right? Because if there's zero meat on a bone, what are you allowed to do with the bone that has zero meat? You throw it in the garbage. There's no problem with breaking it. There's no 
No, so it's a kasher and shlokish, no. Where's that bone? Here. Stop. Why not? Whether the meat is on the outside, whether the meat is on the inside of the bone, the marrow. That's it. I'm not allowed to break the bone, even if there's zero meat on the outside. But the meat is the marrow on the inside. Then you're also not allowed to break. So the bone that you're allowed to break is a bone that doesn't have any marrow on the inside. And nothing, no meat on the outside. That's a bone that I'm allowed to break. Have a good tevach. We'll see you tomorrow in 10 hours. No shir amali samatzishavas. Why? I have no idea. Because Nachem Seltz is not here. Huh? Oh, Shmuli. Shmuli. I love the beard, Shmuli. Huh? What do you mean, sir? Hold on, hold on. Oh, you're talking about during the week? No, it's also to, to eat the bone. To, 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 you let it break, but to, to eat it from it. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. During the week, you let it. Yeah, yeah. The smaller bones. Maybe even ribs. I don't know. I, I don't know. There are such bones. A good boy, When you really are good in Farah, did you tell Rabbi Shmuel Bloom? Sounds so familiar. He was the executive director of the Oh, I know him now. I know, I know, I know him. Yeah, 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 that's how I know. Really? I met him. Where did I say? I, saw, I just met him. Not just, but yeah. Oh, I think he was on, he was on a mentor's mission or something. He's a Givaldika guy. He's like a very. That's, maybe that's where I knew him from. I, okay, now it's all coming together. Shkoyach to you. You do? It's, it's supposedly it's very good. Supposedly it adds a lot of flavor. Yeah. How are you? Ah, you ready? You you have a you have a shots? What do you have? You had Corona? But the certificates. Yeah, you get a green passport with Corona. Beautiful. So you're going to come? You're going to come every day? You're going to try? It's difficult. I get my son to work, uh, to school at uh, like couple seven. The wife, the wife. I'm out every night, you know, so... All right. Kids, whenever you can, whenever you can.